Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Welcome back, friends, to the Bible Reading Podcast. This is Dwight. I'm here with Carlos Huerta. Gosh, I got to get that roll. Huerta. Huerta, you said it correctly. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Tuesdays, we call them Testimony Tuesdays. So before we jump into our Bible reading passage for the day, Carlos, tell us, when did Jesus first become real to you? Mm. And when did he first become your Lord and Savior? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think for me, it was a process, even when I was at church, even when I I confessed that I was a believer, was a process for me to really understand who Jesus was and to mm-hmm. surrender my life. But I remember uh, this time uh, when I was just recently married, my, my mind was to make money and to give everything that my, wife's, uh, my wife uh, needed. Mm-hmm. So what I did is that I I work a full time job and then I went and and find another part time job mm. and because I wanted to make money, but I I I stopped going to church. I stopped uh, my my spiritual uh, life, and I remember that this lasted for eight months almost. I mean, I was working from 5 a.m. to 12 uh, a.m. in the morning. I slept four hours and I didn't see my wife, but but I got money. (laughs) (laughs) And my wife, oh, I I love love my wife because she always kept praying for me. And I didn't have time. I didn't have any days off and, and I was young and I have the strength to, to work. But one time, I remember one Wednesday, uh, I didn't uh, go to work. I, I had a day off. And my wife invited me to go with her to to a group. And the group was meeting in an, an apartment up upstairs where we, we live. And the I remember the brother who led the group was a, I knew this this uh, this person, and he was an Argentine and an old guy. Mm-hmm. And I remember going to to the to the group, and in the end, the the brothers, this uh, brother said, "Hey, let's pray for for Carlos." Mm. And I thought, "Yeah, yeah, pray." In inside of me, I say, "Hey, yeah, pray for me. I I need more more work. I need to to do more more money. work." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And he say something and he say, uh, let's pray. Let's pray that God take uh, some of his job out of him. Hmm. Let's just pray for it. And I was angry. Hmm. And we went uh, to our home angry. I was angry with, with Sarai. And I told her, hey, you knew that he will tell me this. And why do you do this? And I was angry. Mm-hmm. And I went to to bed and angry. And I remember, I remember 
at that night that I hear this voice. I, I, I'm not saying that I hear this voice, uh, an audible voice, mm-hmm. but I I knew in that time it was God. And he told me, if you don't leave this, the job that, the part-time that you you have, mm-hmm. I'm going to take everything from you. Mm. I got up that morning. I got up. I went to, to my job, the part-time, and I quit. And I say, you know, thank you, but I don't need this job. One month later, I lost my other job. Hmm. I was without any job. How do I start knowing Jesus when he teach me, he taught me how to trust in him, in not in a job. Mm-hmm. And we went through difficult times, mm-hmm. but always God provides in different ways in our lives. That's when I knew that God was calling me to trust, and that's when I decided to surrender mm-hmm. everything. Until this moment, mm-hmm. until this moment, we've been trusting God for our needs, and that's one of the testimonies that I can say Jesus was became real to my life. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, mm. such a good story. You know, this week, Betsy and I have been reflecting on uh, Matthew 6, 33, you know, seek first the kingdom mm-hmm. of God and his righteousness, and then all you and, the, and he will provide for your mm-hmm. needs. And that's your story. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Lord gives, the Lord takes away. Yeah. But you learn to trust him through it all. And then he has provided, yeah. you know, for you. That's it's, awesome. Yeah. Hmm. Well, thanks for sharing that. Well, let's jump into today's passage, Psalm 8. It's the whole psalm, verses 1 to 9. And Carlos, I just love listening to your voice. Okay. <laughs> I, love, I love your accent. Okay. So uh, please read Psalm 8 for us, and then we'll talk about it. Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name mm. in all the earth. You have set your glory in the heavens. Through the praise of children and infants, you have established a stronghold against your enemies to silence the foe and the avenger. When I considered your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place, what is mankind that you are mindful of them, human beings that you care for them? You have made them a little lower than angels and crowned them with glory and honor. You made them rulers over the works of your hands. You put everything under their feet, all flocks and herds and the animals of the wild, the birds in the sky and the fish in the sea, all that swim the paths of the seas. Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. Mm. Amen. Mm. I love that song. What what's speaking to you? Mm. Well, I first see that this is a psalm that begins with praise mm-hmm. and talks about the glory of God mm-hmm. and finishes the same way with uh, praise and the glory of God. Mm-hmm. But in the middle, uh, he let us know that he chose the men 
the humankind to be part of his purposes. And he gave them dominion, authority. But uh, I really got my attention how David uh, started the Psalms and showed reverence to, mm. to God. Yes. Lord, our Lord. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And how even the heavens without letters or sound, they proclaim the name of, of the Lord. It's mm-hmm. amazing, right? Mm-hmm. Without any sound. You right? see the heavens and you see the glory of God. Yes. So that's one thing that got my attention. Yes. Yeah, it reminds me of, is it Psalm 19? It says the heavens declare the glory of God. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like God's creation talks, mm-hmm. even though it doesn't use words. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it shows his character just by looking at the mountains and Lake Michigan and the dunes where Betsy and I were yesterday. And uh, we, we got to the top of the dunes and we just looked at this canopy of trees. And Betsy said, this is so worshipful. Mm. You know, uh, I think, yeah, if we just stop and look at what he made, it gives us a sense of his glory, his majesty. And I think that's that's one thing that happens with happened with to David, right? In verse three, when he mm. says, "When I consider," yes, I mean, he he looked at the heavens, he considered the heavens, the world of your fingers, the moon of the moon and the stars, mm-hmm. which you have set in place, and then. He says, I mean, what is mankind for right. you? I mean, this is so amazing. What is mankind? Who am I? Yeah. Who I am feel I? so small. Right. And and I think that one thing that I see this is that uh, sometimes God uses creation to bring healing to our soul. Amen. To be in his presence. Yes. I mean, uh, even Psalm 23, David says that he God uh, bring comfort in green pastures, right? Mm-hmm. It's like in creation. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and I think this is uh, an aspect that sometimes we, we take for granted, mm-hmm. right? That we, don't, we don't walk slow mm-hmm. enough just to appreciate and be with God mm-hmm. and... Uh, to see his glory through uh, creation. But we have to remember that when God first started walking with men, was in a garden mm. with Adam, right? He mm-hmm. walked in the, in the garden. Yes. And uh, we need to understand that, that for our soul to be healthy, sometimes we need to walk slowly and be with God through nature. Yes. And just to to see the heavens and yeah. to see the stars and to praise God and and I mean just like David allows us to to see his his majesty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Carlos, you told me before we started recording today that you did some yard work yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Betsy and her mom Kay and I did some yard work on Saturday as well. And there's something about just putting your hands in the dirt mm-hmm. that feels very spiritual, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. And, and healing. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that? Uh, 
sometimes. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. You said yeah. you don't really like yard work. <laughs> I, I don't like yard work, but I like to walk in in the oh, okay. in the forest. It's like a, a, I I go a lot to rally trails. Okay, just yes. to walk yes. and just to to. So you, you like looking at it better than not working on it. Yeah. Working in it, <laughs> but I saw it's a lesson. It's a lesson also just to yeah. But I, I got you. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes just to do some yard work can be yeah, or just to plant something. Yeah, you know, put it in the ground and get your fingers in the dirt and water it, mm -hmm. and then come back. A week later and see it blooming or bearing fruit or there's just something so spiritual and magical about yeah. it uh it feel it it somehow it i mean it's no surprise but it i feel a connection to the creator mm -hmm. when i'm when I'm, my fingers are in his dirt you know yeah and i i think that's uh well the first job adam has right mm -hmm. can put Adam to work yeah in the garden yeah so I think that's where we connect with God yes yeah so but you want me to continue so please yes okay now I just want to share about the verse too this is uh when it says through the praise of children and infants yes you have established a stronghold against your enemies and I, I believe this is a verse that Jesus used, used right, in the mm -hmm. New Testament. And I think this is just a, a way God saying that uh, the way he works is through weak people. Mm -hmm. Those who are dependent, dependent on, on, on trusting in him. And uh, I was reading a quote by Spurgeon, Charles mm -hmm. Spurgeon, and he said, he said this, he says, ha ha, adverse, adversary? Adversity? Adver adverse, the, uh, the enemy? Oh, ha. the adversary. Adversary. Yeah. Thank you, adversary. Being defeated by a giant or a leviathan could make you angry, but being hurt by the children's mouth makes you bite the dust in total dishonor. You are very broken now that from the mouth of children and those who suck, you are ashamed. Hmm. It's like the enemy is ashamed when God uses weak people, mm -hmm. right? Mm. Those who, who trust in, in him. Mm -hmm. So it's something that got my attention that and this this is a theme through all the Bible, right? Yeah. God used the broken, God used the the weak people yeah. to show His power. Yeah. So I'm so glad that you highlighted verse two because I read that over and over, and I even looked it up in a couple of different translations because it's kind of mis. I love Spurgeon's point and your point that how God uses weak people, mm -hmm. uh, but I love this idea too that praise coming from children and infants uh, silences the adversary, mm -hmm. silences the foe and the avenger, as it says in my, my NIV version. And, you know, I've, I've often said over the last few years that praise is warfare. Mm 
mm-hmm. right? That when we praise God, it really does silence the enemy. It really does set ambushes for the enemy. And we see this in, you know, when Jehoshaphat put the singers in front of the army and they just started praising God mm-hmm. and the, the battle was won, mm-hmm. you know, and right here through the praise of children and infants, you have established a stronghold against your enemies. Uh, so I, I wonder if there's a unique power when young people, or like you said, people who feel weak, mm-hmm. just choose to praise that it puts the enemy under our feet. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's true? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think that, have you ever seen a, a, a child praise God? I mean, when they, they just sing, sing to God without any reservations. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I consider myself an introvert. Yeah. And for me, it's very difficult to express uh, my uh, externally, my praise, mm-hmm. but uh, in front of people. Yeah. But when I see kids, they don't, they don't care who's around. They couldn't care less. <laughs> they praise God. They lift their hands. They, they dance. And, and I think it's, it's something that we need to learn yes. right, from children. That, yes. I mean, they use, they use do it. Yeah. So. so one more thing I would love to add to the conversation here. Okay. You know, we talk a lot about identity, mm-hmm. learning who we are in Christ. Mm-hmm. This psalm, I think, is a beautiful example of how first David acknowledges who God is, mm-hmm. right? He says, Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. Kind of acknowledges, puts God in his proper place mm-hmm. in his mind, yeah, right? And then he says, and then who am I hmm. uh, that you would care for me? Mm-hmm. Uh, but you do. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've even given me authority, you know, over creation, over over the the animals, you know, and things like that. And so it's just another beautiful biblical example of how we really don't know who we are until we acknowledge who he is. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But once we acknowledge that he's the creator and everything flows through him, then that that gives us clarity of then who we are. Mm. Um, that's, that's good. So that I'd, I'd love to see in that. Hey, we're, we need to wrap this up, Carlos. <laughs> There's probably more we could talk about because this is such a great Psalm. But uh, hey, thanks friends for listening to this. And you know, we all feel weak at times and just be encouraged today that uh, when praise comes from the lips of children and infants and those who feel weak, that A, God loves it, and B, it actually uh, is, it, it gives you victory over the enemy, mm-hmm. over the adversary. Amen. Uh, so let's praise God today through everything that we do and say. Talk to you tomorrow.
Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.